Hey everyone, welcome to the Confidence Council podcast. I'm your host, Monica Burkoff, and today we're talking about taking the leap before you feel ready. And at the root of that, we'll chat about how to overcome feelings of inadequacy. Before I dive in, I just wanted to thank you again for tuning in, for listening to the show, and supporting this mission of empowering women with me. It has been so incredible. And the addition to my life that I didn't even know I needed until I started. I had no idea what I was doing when I started this podcast, but I felt called to do it. And here I am. More on this during today's episode. But if the show has resonated with you so far, please let me know, share it, post about it, comment, and let's spread the love and get it into the ears of as many people as possible. Okay, now on to the show. Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkoff. I'm a trial lawyer, a mom, and a wife. And I'm here because I know from my own experience that feeling stuck or unfulfilled does not have to be your reality. With a positive mindset and the right counsel, you too can create the life of your dreams. My hope and intention for this podcast is that you walk away feeling confident, motivated, and inspired to embrace your authentic self and to take bold action toward your dream life. Are you ready to get started? All rise. I want you to think about something really important to you that you want, but you're not doing. Some goal, vision, ambition, like writing a book or starting a blog, applying for the job, moving across the country, whatever it is, something that you're holding off on doing and telling yourself maybe one day. But if you're being honest with yourself, you know in your heart that you'll regret it if you don't do it. And since life is not guaranteed tomorrow, allow this episode to serve as that kick in the pants or that permission to start that you're looking for. To start, I want you to do this exercise with me. Think about that goal, dream, or vision and fill in the blank. I haven't done that thing yet because blank. Really stop and think about this. What's your excuse? The because. I haven't done that thing because. What's the rationalization for why you can't have or why you can't do something right now holds the key to stepping toward that dream. So honor yourself and your dream enough to actually figure out what your reason for not doing it is. I'm guessing most of you will have responses that are led by an I statement. I definitely did. And I think that's the easiest place to start from. And that looks like this. I haven't done that thing yet because I'm not ready. I don't know where to start. I'm not qualified. I'm embarrassed. I'm scared. I'm not smart enough. And as much as admitting these excuses suck, recognizing them is an important first step. On the other hand, if you answered that 
statement, I haven't done that thing yet because, and your because was blaming someone or something else. My kids are too young. My roommate is always around. I can't afford a fancy camera. I don't have a dependable car. Then I think an important first step for you is to maybe take a little accountability. It's a little tough love here, sorry. So get a little creative to help you figure out how to get you back to that I statement. Because no one or no thing in life is stopping you from doing anything. So drill that down until you get to the root of it and back to the I statement. What is the real truth here? It's very possible your excuse is rooted in feelings of inadequacy and not feeling ready. All of these I statements, I'm not ready. I'm not smart enough. I have no time. They're all examples of how feelings of inadequacy can sabotage us from actualizing our dreams. So how can we reframe these feelings of not feeling good enough or doubting our abilities, of not feeling ready, and turning them into action? So number one is coming to terms with the fact that you will never feel ready. It will never be the right time. There will always be an excuse. When this desire of starting a podcast came to me, I had every excuse in the book not to do it. But I have a trial coming up. But it's the beginning of the fiscal year and I need to focus on my billing at work. But I need to spend more time with my husband after the kids go to bed. Maybe my time would be better spent working out. Or I do have that vacation coming up and I have literally no idea how to start a podcast. Or who am I to start a podcast? I'm not interesting enough. All of these thoughts. While some may be true and valid, they're not a good enough reason to stall. I've said this before, and it's worth saying again, confidence will grow from a willingness to try and a willingness to learn, a willingness to fail and figure it out. So just realize you'll never feel ready enough, smart enough, good enough, and just do it anyway. Number two, tame your inner critic. We are so much harder on ourselves than we are on people we love and care about. Imagine if your 15-year-old sister or your best friend came to you and expressed that she had that same dream or goal. Would you talk to her the way you're talking to yourself? Try applying that same supportive language that you would give her to your own internal narrative. Maybe if your internal critic is a total B, give her a name and call her out. Your thoughts are not you. Okay, Brenda? I'm not interesting enough to start a podcast. I don't want to hear it today. I haven't called my inner critic Brenda, but I might start trying now because that's kind of hilarious. Okay, sometimes we have these stories about ourselves that are so deeply ingrained and we want to turn it off, but it's just easier said than done. Something that has worked for me, and if you haven't done it yet or if you're not doing it yet, that I encourage you to try is positive affirmations. And my older sister, Isabella, is probably going to spit out her water and laugh when she hears this because she has been doing positive affirmations for like 10 years, writing them on post-its, sticking them to mirrors, saying them, putting them all over her apartment, Not maybe even 15, 20 years. And I always thought that she was cuckoo. And turns out it actually works. It is kind of wacky, but it works. So affirmations, if you don't know, are positive statements that if you say to yourself with feeling and you repeat often you'll start to rewire the way you think of yourself. According to research on the self-affirmation theory, 
there is MRI evidence that suggests that certain neural pathways are increased when people practice self-affirmation tasks, such as repeating positive affirmations daily. Positive affirmations work, and they're backed up by science. I have this app on my phone. It's called I Am, and it's also the face of my Apple Watch. So every time I check the time, I see an affirmation. There are all these categories of affirmations that you can choose from, achieve self-growth, self-care, confidence, gratitude, motivation, etc. Or if you don't want to download the app, if you have internet access and you have Google, positive Just Google positive affirmations to overcome feelings of inadequacy or positive affirmations to boost confidence, and then you could just find a bunch there as well. Find a few that resonate, jot them down, and look at them multiple times a day. Make it the lock screen on your phone, the wallpaper on your computer, write it on a note card and stick it to the mirror in the bathroom like my sister did. I can tell you from my own experience that incorporating positive affirmations into my own internal dialogue has really helped me to rewire feelings of inadequacy and dealing with feeling like an imposter, um, which I think is an episode in itself. Another way to overcome that feeling of inadequacy or not feeling ready is number three, stop comparing yourself to others. Unfollow accounts on social media that make you feel bad about yourself, and that includes people you know, don't know, celebrities, companies, etc. Let me give you an example of this from my own life. I was following this girl on Instagram, lovely, beautiful girl, at first just for clothing recommendations because we were pregnant at the same time, and then I followed her during her postpartum journey all the way up to her kid's first birthday. She was positive and lovely and not braggy or anything, but I noticed myself slipping into this ugly comparison with this girl and not about, you know, not being pulled together like she was, about not losing the weight fast enough, about having to go back to work before she did. And then later I made comments to my husband like, well, you know, her daughter is doing X. Should we be worried that Clayton is not doing that yet? Nope. Nope. No, no, no. Unfollow. If you find yourself slipping into those things with people you've been following for years, it could be piling on those feelings of inadequacy. So get rid of them. Those accounts and those people may have served you in the past, but if they're not serving you anymore, get rid of them. If you see someone doing what you want to do and they're crushing it, let's say on Instagram, remember that they too had to overcome struggles to get to where they are. You have to recognize that especially on social media, You are only seeing the highlights. You are comparing their finished product to your rough draft. The only difference between you and the people who you admire is that they kept moving through the fear and kept chiseling away at that thing. They kept showing up until they got more experience. And you can do that too. And if you start today, you can be that person that is being admired by a starter or by someone that's starting in six months from now. And isn't that a cool thought? Number four, another way to overcome feelings of inadequacy, of not feeling ready, is to remind yourself of how badass you are. Celebrate your successes, which is something Kelsey and I talked about during episode six of the show. But think about what have you achieved? What have you overcome? What are you doing right now that you're proud of? If you're a teacher 
pull out those emails or Facebook messages where students have thanked you for changing their life. Print them out and put them somewhere where you can see them when you're feeling less than. Pull out the birthday card you received from your best friend that spelled out why she loves and adores you so much. Or if you don't have that tangible evidence, text your girlfriends or someone who knows you right now and ask them how they would describe you in three or four words. And as I'm recording this, I asked my best friends in a group chat to describe me in three or four words, and then I wrote it onto a post-it and stuck it to my computer. So now I have these beautiful, positive affirmations and words about how my friends describe me, and it is really lifting and boosting my perception of myself. And then after they did meet, we all took turns and doing it for one another, and it all gave us a little bit of a confidence pump. So it will remind you of how others see you and the truth that you are your own harshest critic. So get out of your own way. Finally, there is this beautiful quote that says, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. To me, that means your calling, that dream was put on your heart for a reason by God or the universe, a higher power, whatever you call it. It was put there because you're meant to do this thing that's tugging on you. Despite the limited information you know, despite your anxiety, despite a disability, despite whatever tools you have or don't have, you will never be ready until you start. Because once you start, God will qualify you with the tools and the experiences that you need to make you right for the job. So don't put the pressure on yourself to be the savior, to be perfect as you step out. Think of it as you are just the messenger and you are imperfectly perfect to answer this calling. So step up. Finally, I wanted to leave you with this incredible story that I stumbled upon that was told by an author named Neil Gaiman. And his name, Neil, is important here, so remember that. On his blog, he was responding to a question from a fan about how he deals with imposter syndrome and feelings of inadequacy. And in his response, he described being invited to this gathering with artists, scientists, writers, inventors. And he felt that at any moment, they would realize that he didn't qualify to be there because he was among these people who had done these special things and he didn't feel good enough. I'll read this quote directly from the blog because I don't want to mess it up. So quote, on my second or third night there, I was standing at the back of the hall while a musical entertainment happened, and I started talking to a very nice, polite, elderly gentleman about several things, including our shared first name. Remember, this guy's name is Neil. And then he pointed to the hall of people and said words to the effect of, I just look at all these people and I think, what the heck am I doing here? They've made amazing things. I just went where I was sent. And I said, yes, but you were the first man on the moon. I think that counts for something. Guys, if Neil freaking Armstrong felt like an imposter or feels inadequate, maybe everyone does. Maybe no one feels ready. Maybe everyone feels slightly out of their depth. So just do the thing anyway. All right, that's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this episode or you're enjoying the show, please share it on social media. Tag me. I'll reshare it. I'll show you some love back. Also, please message me if you want to talk any of this out or you had a comment or you want to leave some feedback. I would really love any of that. So, okay. Bye for now. See you next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. Thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.